0: everyone, I'm Tracy Koga, welcome to at Home. We are heading into our Easter long weekend and finally we can spend it with family and friends. And with Easter means chocolates and of course sweet treats. So today we'll share a story with a local owner who has opened up her dream bakery called Fantasy Cakes. Julia will talk more about her personal story and how she's living the dream, even during COVID, and so much more. Here's Julia Bimbat. I want to give a very warm welcome to Julia. Julia, welcome to at Home. And I can hardly wait because I know that baking and sweets are your specialty, but let's talk about your journey, your personal story, Julia, and how you came to Winnipeg. So fill us in on to how your journey here to
1: our fair city all began. Yeah, it's, uh, my story starts uh, 14 years ago. I, uh, then I, um, immigrate to Canada with my son, uh, and my cat <laughs> It was on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I couldn't, uh, leave my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, uh, it was new chapter of the life because we started everything from new.
2: Mm-hmm. We don't have a
1: family here, just us, but, um, it wouldn't stop us because we, um, know that we will come here and start um uh, our life here and uh actually two of our sons were born here Ooh, wonderful yeah so um and um actually uh my, i am a nurse on my background mm-hmm. and my husband is an electrician but uh Actually, there is a positive thing on the COVID. Maybe it's only one thing. (laughs) Only one positive thing that uh, it's helped us to buy a bakery. Because uh, then the schools were closed. The kids stayed home. So not to drive nuts, I decided that I need to do something. Mm -hmm. So I was always um, um, like to bake, but it was more for me and my family. Mm-hmm. So, um, and now I um, I start. Actually, my friend, uh, she hates to bake, and she said I need a cake for me and my husband because we have anniversary of the wedding. So I want the cake. I said, okay, I'll do it. She said, no, I will pay you. I said, no. I- I, I, I'll do it like I always do for you something. She said, no, you can. I will pay you. So this was my first order. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't the same then you uh, take money for your work, job, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then I start to uh, sell it. I was very nervous because, uh, you know, it wasn't the same, like, uh, then you do it for myself, for friends, for teachers, for kindergarten or whatever. So, and especially, um, I used to know my traditional recipes. mm mm-hmm. Yes. So, and it's totally different from, uh, Canadians. <laughs> so, uh but I always try to learn new things. even right now then I know much much more than mm-hmm. I started I still always take the online courses to learn things because um, nothing stay on the same point everything moves forward you know even the baking and even the uh, dessert everything yes I know uh, I still try to um, use the traditional recipes, but I just try to look at something different and maybe to add something new. So, but the base, it's still the desserts that we know, you know. So I um, um, actually, I have um, um, my husband from Ukraine. I am from Russia. So it's, uh, but then we were, it was Soviet Union. So all our grandmothers and mothers were baking. Right. So everything were homemade and uh, we used to it. <laughs> so I tried to bring it, uh, to here, like to introduce it to Canadians mm-hmm. because, uh, it's still new for for Canadians. It's not for us, <laughs> but it's for Canadians. So um and uh on our neighborhood, people know. Oh, I know this cake. Now I know what is it. It's it's traditional Ukrainian cake that's called medovik. It's honey cake. Oh yes. So now they knew and I'm happy because um uh people like this and uh this is cake of my grandma, my husband's grandma. So um, now uh, my kids know they were born here and uh, they know what is the donuts, what is the poutine or whatever. Now they know what is the honey, honey
0: cake. cake. Oh, Julia, this is so wonderful to hear more of your story. and. You know, and I want to ask, and I know it's all in the news too of, of what's happening in Ukraine. What are your thoughts and feelings? Because you've talked about your
1: relatives, your grandma, your your husband's grandma. Uh, my uh, my relatives in Israel, but my husband's mom on uh, Ukraine, and we didn't hear from her anything for ten days already okay we don't know what's happening with her we try to find somebody who can uh check her because she's uh older Mm -hmm. and she's alone there Mm -hmm. and we know that um on her uh huge apartment building it's only two families stay Mm -hmm. and But we can find uh, how to connect to her because uh, there is no um, electricity,
0: so she even
1: can uh, charge her cell phone to call or text or whatever. And uh, since it's all the way all all the time, most all the time during the day, it's under attack. So people afraid to go to check. Mm -hmm. So we very worried about her and we don't know what to do like it's it's impossible especially because she's pretty old she's 74 so it's very like we are very upset that it's happened it's i i it's unbelievable that all these happen on real time like now uh people can communicate it's it's not this is the not right thing how to people need to solve the problems. Mm-hmm. Especially then we have same roots, you know. Uh, it was same country, then it was Soviet Union. Ukraine was the part of the Soviet Union. The Russia and Ukraine was the same. We speak same language, how it can be possible. For example, I, on, on my family, have Jewish, Ukrainian and Russian. So who I am, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think right now it doesn't matter who are you, Ukrainian or Russian. You should be the person. You should be the human, and it's not the um, way to uh, deal with the problems that they have. You know. Mm -hmm. For now, people can talk. They can sit and uh, talk but not the way like they used to, you know. It's uh, it's impossible that, um, it's unbelievable how people can leave their the home and never come back. Mm-hmm. Be- because people run from there, in like in Canada, in uh, Israel, anywhere, but how they can return. There is nothing there, nothing. Mm-hmm so and uh it's very hard because still it's it's their home mm-hmm. it's their motherhood so they it it's very good in canada but this is the place where they born they raise their children so it's it's unbelievable i see all this pictures i never traveled to ukraine no but my husband uh, I used to live there for 20 years and he said that then he see the pictures, it just broke his heart because nothing there, everything broke and everything destroyed and uh, it's very, this is not right. No, no.
0: Oh, well, our thoughts and prayers go out to all of your relatives there, Julia so don't go away folks we are going to start off though on a happy note i want to know more julia opens a business during covid and also i think your husband even started helping you out so when we return we're going to have more examples of julia's incredible baking and julia is going to share more of her story so don't go away but coming up We are celebrating the 5th Annual Winnipeg Nightlife and Lifestyle Awards. Yes, folks, we are going to be in person on Saturday, April 23rd at the Metropolitan Entertainment Center. And part of that award ceremony is to honor all of the hardworking people in the hospitality, lifestyle and business areas, but also to give some kudos for a Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's been two years in the making, but finally we are going to uh, um, honor Iris Pollock. And she is the founder and the owner, former owner of the magic Spop. And uh, she was the lady that brought beauty into our city. So here's our sit down chat with Iris Pollock in
2: 2019.
0: (laughs) Iris Pollock hasn't lost her magic touch with people. The popular and vivacious former owner of the Magic Room Spa on Edmonton Street makes everyone feel at home. And she is a shining example of beauty both inside and out.
2: I used to buy a lot of cosmetics myself. So I knew a lady, Francine. So I went to work for her for three days a week doing her books. And then after that, she uh, taught me. I apprenticed under her.
0: Iris would practice by asking clients at a local hair salon if she could do their makeup for free as they sat under the hair dryer. But soon another beauty industry caught her attention, sculptured nails.
2: I would go down to Toronto and meet Edith Saray, she had a lovely cosmetic product and then that's where I heard about the nails. So I went there and I stayed there for a couple of weeks training to do the sculptured nails which I thought was fantastic.
0: Iris was eager to bring this home and in 1964 opened the very first nail salon in downtown Winnipeg called The Magic Room.
2: I tried to keep my prices very low so that uh, people of all types of life could come and get themselves pampered. It gives me great pleasure to see someone come in, relax, and look better and feel better, and that they can afford it.
0: Today, the Magic Room Spa spans more than 6,000 square feet and offers a full line of beauty services. Iris has retired, but her legacy will live on with the new owner,
2: Erica Giannini. I think I passed it to a very good woman. She's got a master's in uh, uh, her business and uh, she's very nice, she's at the right age and she's got a lot on the ball and I know she'll carry the magic room.
0: Into the future, yes. Yes,
2: yes for and sure.
0: And Erica was a client.
2: Yes she was. Yes she was a client for years oh. and she's high maintenance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is your secret to success?
2: Uh, I. I think it wasn't, uh, I I think it was trying to make everybody happy and looking good. Me as a woman, I know that if I'm looking good, I feel good. And I'm sure everybody feels the same. If you enjoy what you're doing and are honest and sincere, I think you'll get along very well. Anyone.
0: Well, once again, how does it feel to be honored as a Lifetime Achievement um,
2: Award winner. I think it's wonderful and uh, I'm so happy that your organization thought of me and uh, I accept it with honor.
0: It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with The Cash Kid Podcast. That's right. Find us at CashKidPodcast.com or listen in on places like Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify,
2: or YouTube.
0: What's
3: it? What's it? What? Girl, you know what's up. Ooh, say what? Say what?
2: Say what?
0: I'm Tracy Koga and I'm the chair this year for the Winnipeg Nightlife and Lifestyle Awards. And it is a chance to not only celebrate but honour all of those that have worked so hard over the last two years. It's going to be an extremely entertaining night with live entertainment and an after party at the local. For more information and to get your tickets to the very biggest party of the year, you can go to WNLA.ca. And we'll see you there at the awards show on Saturday, April 23rd at the beautiful Metropolitan Downtown Entertainment Center. Welcome back to Hue at Home. My beautiful guest is Julia Bimbat. And Julia, right now, your bakery is called Fantasy Cakes, but you are going to do a name change. So share that story with us.
1: Yeah, we bought it on the end of November last year and um we open on the end of january
2: mm-hmm.
1: so now we're on the process to get the new name because we wanted um we want uh, to start our story with our own name uh so uh but still it would be us <laughs> still and our yeah <laughs> and so what what will the new name be it it would be let's like this year uh-huh. That means from French, uh, sweet and soft. So, like the, I don't know, the bun croissant or yes. whatever. Yes, huh. yeah. So, um, we decided to choose this name because it's a uh, show uh, what we have in our bakery because it's more European style, mm-hmm. more French style desserts. Uh, we have croissants that we learned to make from scratch. We didn't use anything pre made. Wow. And uh, I like the style of European desserts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, lots of butter and very rich. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, we start to make something new. It's called burekas, mm. and it's uh, butter and flour on equal amount. Wow! It yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, it's not diet at all. Absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very tasty. Uh, it can be uh, not tasty with so much butter on it. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: My goodness. Now. Um, Let's talk about how you kind of incorporated your husband, too. He even pitched in, so to speak.
1: Yeah, we have uh, 7 and 11 years old uh, kids. So uh, uh, usually my husband worked uh, shifts and he was leaving uh, Manitoba, not just Winnipeg, Manitoba, Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks. So I was uh, alone with the kids at home. But uh, when we decided to, uh, to buy the bakery, it was very hard to deal with the uh, old stuff uh, and with the small kids. So we decided that probably he, same like me, like I was a nurse, so he needs to learn something new. So he started to help me to, and he take the part of the croissant, so he made the croissants wow no <laughs> he said so uh since we have ladu i would be jack <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah and uh he's very helpful because uh um we still uh have uh, a lot of activities for kids
2: mm-hmm. and we
1: don't want uh, to miss it because Kids wouldn't stay kids for a long time. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Uh, Juliet, and opening during
0: COVID too, I mean, that was brave, but you know, definitely <laughs> a, a time where unprecedented, right? You didn't know, and neither did we know what was going to happen. That must have been crazy times yeah. for
1: you. Yeah. But you know, we, since we made two immigrations, So uh, to deal with the COVID, it was less stressful than immigration. So we kind of have antigens for stress, you know. (laughs) So, yes, it wasn't easy. Of course, it wasn't easy. But it uh, didn't make us to stop to uh, make the dream come true. Yes. Yes, and that's so important. So, yes, and we made it with the hope that uh, in future, in very f- soon, <laughs> it will uh, end, and we see it's it's actually happened, mm-hmm. at least for now.
0: Yes,
1: and I hope for a long, long time. So, and people, you know, I I was baking during the COVID and now i see that people feel much better and more relaxing together to hang out and to celebrate uh, family events and uh, you know i then the then the covid start i had order and it was it just broke my heart because it was the wedding cake just for two people oh. the groom and bride because they families uh, lived out of Manitoba, and there are only five people can gather, so they couldn't bring them. And they said we will celebrate just two of us. Mm-hmm. So we will make the small small cake, but then it's over. We will bring all the families, all the parents, and we will celebrate. So this is the time that they can celebrate and they order the <laughs> huge cake and they're happy. Oh. And it's make me happy because, you know, it's, this is the uh, time then the family is together. It doesn't matter generations, kids, grandkids, mothers, fathers, and uh, all them together. Since we we don't have a family here, it's kind of hard for us because yeah. uh, uh, my parents uh, on Israel, my husband's parents on Ukraine. So we can be together. So we always happy to see them. people together. celebrate.
0: Yes. And it's so wonderful that you're baking. Uh, your cakes are, are part of these occasions. So I know that you've got a small sample. And unfortunately, next time we are going to visit your bakery in person to <laughs> Anytime, enjoy. you're welcome. But let's see some of what what have you got on your sample plate there for us? You
1: can show yeah, your cake. Yeah, so, um I will show you um, this is my most um, popular cake.
0: You might have to, yeah. Oh, that looks like a chocolate. Uh, okay, describe what this is, Julia. It's called Ferrero Rocher.
1: Okay, yes, yes, we know Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, so it's same like uh the famous uh, candies on gold foil. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, it has same texture and same uh flavor like uh same taste like a candies. Wow. And um to say the truth, people come back for this cake again and again. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is your famous famous cake. Yeah yeah okay then people buy this cake i say this is addiction you will come back
0: <laughs> julia oh oh my goodness okay and anything yeah. else that's um, amazing what that
1: for the chocolate lovers that was for, yes definitely yeah this my next cake it's called uh gre- green apple and cinnamon oh,
0: okay oh interesting yeah. And I love I love the shape because you, you can
1: have a small piece, but then you can have a bigger <laughs> piece. So I like to make it like individual desserts mm-hmm. because I want to introduce new new flavors to people. Right, and um, so the, it, they will uh, try it, and they will know. Oh, I like it. Oh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but it's still, I can do any size, but I prefer to make it small pieces, uh, to try every time people come something new. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, so these contains, uh, green apples, mm -hmm. the fresh, Mm -hmm. I, I use just only, um, natural ingredients, nothing, um. Process. Artificial, so I use sour green apples,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, inside it's um, um sponge cake with a hint of cinnamon. Nice, and uh, vanilla mousse, mm-hmm. and a uh, layer of um, crunchy caramel waffles. Wow,
0: so that sounds like a candied <laughs> apple and uh, a little bit of a sourness
1: with the exactly exactly. It's very, very light and um, um, it, it has a lot of flavor because the green apple, the caramel, the cinnamon, but it's very uh, still. It's it's very light. So another so, my nice. uh, popular cake. It's.
0: Chocolate tart. Okay, chocolate tart. Interesting. That's beautiful. And what's in that?
1: It's a chocolate uh, uh, tartlet. Mm -hmm. This is the base. And inside, it's um, uh, crunchy. um, Do you see these small balls? Yes, yes. So they stay crunchy even uh, inside. And inside, it's chocolate ganache that made with real uh, chocolate and uh, whipped cream. Wow. So, and uh, everything is uh, made by us. Mm -hmm. We didn't buy anything uh, from the um, vendors. Everything we made by ourselves. Because, um, for example, we get offered to sell pre-made croissants yes yes i tried mm-hmm. and i said no <laughs> too <laughs> so bad for your husband is, yes i know <laughs> yeah this is the not taste of croissants so i don't want to to call it croissants because it's not croissants so we learn how to make it by by ourselves oh
0: wow julia i know that this sounds definitely like a dream project. And this is airing just, you know, during Easter weekend. And then we're heading into like a holiday weekend and an extended shorter week uh, the, for Easter. E- is Easter a big holiday for you too? And what what are your plans? We,
1: you know, uh, we uh, our Easter, it's end of April. Okay. Because uh, we, are, we are not Catholic. Mm-hmm. But our kids um, were born here, and for example, uh, my husband' uh, daughter from the previous marriage, she has Canadian boyfriend, mm-hmm. so we feel that we are part of the culture. Yes, yes. So. Yes, we want to celebrate and we will celebrate our Easter that, that uh, happened on the end of April. Yes, with so, other um, So I will uh, do and I actually posted on the um, neighborhood that uh, um, the seniors are mm-hmm. uh, welcome to come on the uh, long weekend and they will get them Free coffee, and uh, they can uh, buy the limited edition of our cakes and cookies.
0: Lovely. So it's also there. Yeah. Also, that's we, wonderful. Yeah. We like this
1: neighborhood. It's it's amazing.
0: No, oh, and once again, Julia, your address. You're like for folks out there, corner of Corridon and Waterloo, and it's yes. right now. It's five three zero
1: Waterloo Street. Yes.
0: 530 Waterloo, I know the place, and if you want to drop by for and as well, if you can prove that you're a senior, you get a free cup of coffee and a chance to sit down and chat with Julia, and definitely, I would kind of re- recommend either one of the chocolate ones, or that honey cake, I think that exactly. honey cake,
1: <laughs> I have a honey cake here, oh, okay. you'll show I, it to I wrap bring it up,
0: it. yes, yeah.
1: oh I my bring goodness, it here.
0: oh, that's gorgeous,
1: yes, yeah, And my husband actually helped me to bake these layers. Oh. So now he, (laughs) (laughs) his
0: apprentice second level. Oh, my goodness. So it is a family affair. Oh, this is so, so lovely. And it's been so wonderful to meet you, Julia. And it's people like yourselves that make our neighborhoods so much better. So right now it's Fantasy Cake, soon to be Le Du Patissier. And Julia Bimbat, you are a a gem in our city. Please drop by. Thank you and say hello to her, her husband, her family, and enjoy some sweets. Thank you so much, Julia. Thank you.
1: It was nice to meet you. So The Hive is a climbing and fitness facility. So we're bouldering only, which means no ropes or harnesses. We use mats for protection. The four pillars of our business are climbing, education, health and wellness, and community. And those aspects all kind of come together to create like a five-star climbing experience.
0: We want to give a very special thank you to all of our guests on today's show and leave you with this question. What is your favorite Easter tradition? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehugh.com or message us on Facebook and Instagram at You. But for now, stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home.
3: I'm Sarah Burke, and I host the Women in Media podcast, where I'm exploring the challenges women face in the media spotlight and celebrating our triumphs. My guests come from radio, TV, news and sports, and we'll cover topics like leadership, diversity, stereotypes, and more. Most of all, I'm looking to build a community through a space where we can discuss anything. The Women in Media podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at womeninmedia.ca.